When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Good news, people. Liam Alexander is on the line. It's time for Movie of the Week. Now, the last two weeks, we focused on the golf comedies, Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore. Today, we couldn't be more different. It's the action crime thrill of 1979, which is, I think, one of the cinema's biggest cult movies, The Warriors. Can you count, suckers? I say the future is ours. You're standing right now with nine delegates from 100 gangs. That's 20,000 hardcore members. 40,000 counting affiliates. Now there ain't but 20,000 police in the whole town. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Of course, that uh, California love, that thing at the very start, it goes, can you dig it? Off the Warriors. Liam Alexander, how are you, pal? Good, Matty. Sorry if it's a bit noisy. I'm just I'm down in Melbourne at the moment doing the AFL. Brother, you are fly, uh, fine. We told you had the drone over there. Hope it went well for you, Liam. There's very, very few films which I, which in my opinion depict the grungy, seedy gangland underbelly of New York City in the '70s and '80s more than this. Even if it is slightly exaggerated. Oh, 100%. I think. I watched it a long time ago and I didn't think it held up, but I watched it the other day again and I think it does hold up. It's such a cool, grungy, pulpy sort of film. I saw it described as um, West Side Story without the musical numbers and I was actually surprised to find out that the guy who wrote the book, he was sort of sick of the romanticised view that um, a lot of movies uh, took of the gang wars in New York. So he decided he was going to make it as sort of grungy and down to earth and from their perspective as possible and I think that's why it holds up so well today. Most people haven't seen it Liam. Uh, Briefly the plot. Yeah so like you said it's set in this hyper violent sort of alternate New York City that's run by all these gangs and uh, one of the predominant gang leaders who you just heard Cyrus he he calls a meeting uh, for all the gangs to get together and he's assassinated during it and the Coney Island gang known as the Warriors are the ones that are, are accused of it wrongly so though. And the movie basically follows them during this one night as they try to get back to uh, Coney Island with um, all the gangs and cops on their tail. Ben, you love this film. I, lo- I loved this film so much that the, the person who directed this, Walter Hill, uh, his, probably his most famous film that he made was 48 Hours. I did the double yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I went straight into 48 Hours. But the thing I love about this movie is um, it's obviously based on a graphic novel, but it's also based on ancient Greek history. Um, so Cyrus yep. trying to go into the gang members and uniting to me is like very, you know, it's the Persian, you know, yep. King Cyrus and stuff. So there's, there's little elements in it that you go, ah, oh, as a history, history buff, there's little stuff flying through it. Re- Roger Ebert, um, the critics critic, 
He gave it two out of four stars. He said, but I like the way he describes it. He said it was a it's a ballet of stylized male violence. But yeah, but Liam, at the time, the way it depicts that is in those days that was the Bronx, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's exactly right. And he later on he actually sort of um, took back that review and said that he might have been a bit too harsh on it at the time and didn't look at some of the positives that it did. I think he thought the dialogue was a bit um, stilted and the whole thing was a bit implausible. But I think I think it's a real um, look at the at the gangs at the time, it's, and it doesn't take that view of romanticising it. it. Like it gets down and dirty with them, and and yeah, I think he was right. Hey, mate, uh, Beaky, uh, in regards to the romanticising, you know, we I think like cinema has taken quite a turn towards, uh, I guess, explaining the story of the downtrodden, whereas I feel like cinema back in the day was almost the view from up top and you were like kind of romanticising gang life. Is this, were there many movies like this back, you know, in the 1970s, I think it was? Mm. Were there many yeah, movies 70... like telling the story of the downtrodden and giving them, actually humanising them? I, that, that's exactly why I think it had such an impact when it came out. Because even though the critics didn't like it, Kempi, the audiences really responded to it. Because I don't think anyone had seen anything like this before. It takes it from their point of view. And Walter Hill, the director, he said that he, he approached it like, like they were main characters. He wasn't looking at it from a high society point of view. He just wanted to tell their story and sort of flesh them out a bit. And the, like like publicly like audiences really responded to it at the time because it was only made for four million it grossed about 22 mm. but there was a lot of controversy when it was was released because there was violence in the cinemas and mm. and yeah it was a pretty controversial movie because that because all the all the people like you know apart from the main actors the other gang members in it are actual gang members yeah, right. from new york at the time mm-hmm. so there were certain gangs that weren't approached by the casting people to be in the film so apparently they would attack the film production. Wow! So there's a little fact here so that there was a, I can imagine there's a sense of menace on set. Sense of menace where police had to drag people away. Um, there was a real gang called the Mongrel, uh, the Mongrels, Mongrels, mm. who for five hundred dollars a day were paid to protect the production trucks. Wow! So it just shows uh, yeah. the environment at that well, time. That nineteen seventies. New York was not a safe place. Life imitating art, as yeah, they yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, I love the soundtrack. Uh, so New oh, York yeah. in the early 80s. Uh, Joe Walsh, of course, he's the main in it. He, he had the song the song In the City. Yep. Uh, of course, Joe Walsh, was he joined the Eagles for the Hotel California album. Some great stories about the great – he's one of the great hell risers, hell risers of rock. He came out to Australia and New Zealand, Joe Walsh, for a two-year stint – that he actually didn't remember he was here. He played with Dave Dolan and the Herbs, but also the Party Boys, who were a cover band, sort of mash of great Australian artists. He's going to step on you again. Um, Swanee was the lead singer. They said his drug use was absolutely legendary, if that is the right word, right? legendary. And <laughs> if, you, if you want to know who Joe Walsh is, people, the last scene in the Blues Brothers where Jake and Elroy are playing in jail, Jailhouse Rock, well, the first of the crims who jumps up and dances on the table, that's Joe Walsh. Yeah. So, um, Liam, what – okay, question for everyone. What do you think is a better depiction of New York as far as film's concerned? Is it this film or Escape from New York? Oh, I think this one – this one's definitely a more realistic um, approach to it. But I love, I love the way John Carpenter films New York. I think, I think Carpenter's – uh, New York is a scarier place than 
the one in the Warriors, but um, I think the Warriors might, even though it's exaggerated, might be a bit more um, more realistic. But I, I can't go past John Carpenter. Yep. Um, one little fact that I love, David Patrick Kelly, who played the infamous Luther, who does the Warriors come out and play <laughs> with yeah, the little awesome. bottles on his finger. Love it. Uh, which has become so iconic, so part of popular culture now. Um, but apparently he got that line, it was all ad-libbed, and he got that line because his bully next-door neighbour used to taunt him the same way oh, wow. outside his house. Oh, That's wow. where he got that from. Okay, we're, gonna, we're about to take a break, and after the break, we're going to do three-to-one greatest gang films. Uh, Liam, your score out of 100? I'm going to give Warriors uh, an 80. I think it holds up uh, surprisingly well for a, for a 70s film. Yeah, I'm going to say 80 as well. Solid. Very Be- solid. Beak, Jack? Uh, 80. Yeah. Jack? Mate, 80. 80 yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go 81. Uh, we'll take a break. 3 to 1 next.